Oh, welcome back to the Comics uh, Comic Matters podcast. I'm your host, Jesse, and with me today is the writing duo and the artist behind Renegade Rule, a new original graphic novel coming out of Dark Horse. It's uh, Ben Khan, Rachel Silverstein, and Sam Beck. Hey, we guys. Hey, Jesse. Thank you for, thank you for having us. Um, yeah, first off, how is everybody uh, today? I know, uh, I know Sam says she just got her internet back, so it's like, I'm glad that everybody can make it. <laughs> Oh, I have had a very nice chill day. Uh, I have a podcast after this where we're discussing uh, a horror movie. I'm doing another episode of Progressively Horrified, the horror podcast I do with Jeremy Whitley and Emily Martin. So a nice full day of watching fun horror. I still have a bar brain. I took the bar exam last week. Ooh, wow. (laughs) My brain is just mush even a week later. It's just all these different, like, different random penal codes just sticking out. It's like, okay, get in there. You, you need to know this. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, Sam, how, how are you well, now that you have internet back? I'm great. The, the lack of it finally gave me the chance to uh, really um, focus on coloring uh, a different a different comic I'm working on, but uh, trying to get to the last stretch of that. So and curse and the blessing of not having the internet for like the past week. <laughs> um, ben, Ben's been on before. If anybody wants to go back and listen to that old episode, yes. we, we've talked about Ben's kind of history with comics, but I want to drive into Rachel and Sam's because they're brand new to me. And with this book, their whole work's brand, brand new to me. I've kind of had Ben's sense of humor by uh, reading uh, his other, other, other works before. Um, and it's a, uh, it's really interesting to, to read their their sense of writing with yours, Rachel, because you can tell uh, where you guys kind of meld together. Oh, yeah, it's been really fun working with Ben. Um, it's nice seeing like our two writing styles come together. And I like to think that they're similar in a way where, I mean, Ben is just hilarious. And uh, you. Yeah. Well, this is, I mean, this was such a pure collaborative effort. Like every page and panel was written, me and Rachel together, either in the same room or FaceTiming. So there was no trading off. Like every single word in this was something we were coming up with and approving together. And then, and then with Sam, uh, how did you get the pages as they finished them or did you get it all when it was fully completed? Um, I, I got the, the script for the first chapter like a while before we started working on the entire book. So I got to see that first. Like I fell in love with it. Um, ben and, and Rachel kind of just reached out to me like a cold email <laughs> just with the script. And I'm like, this is hilarious. And like, I definitely want to, to be part of this. Um, and uh, yeah, then and once we uh, were signed on Dark Horse, I uh, got the rest of the script and like it continued to be great <laughs> we i mean yeah. really i think so much of it was me and rachel trying to come up with lines to just make each other laugh i mean most yeah. of the dialogue feels like it originated with one of us going i'm not saying we should do this but wouldn't it be funny if this character said blah 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 and then they're going like oh my god no that's great that's going in the book yeah that's happening <laughs> and then that's where we would then start keep riffing off of so 
there's a lot of characters in the book that they don't exactly say this, but they act like, I don't think we should do this, but maybe we should do this. And like, it's very much that type of story. Um, and before we get too deep in everything, I just kind of want to talk about what the book is. So uh, whoever wants to pitch it, uh, why don't you pitch the, the listeners what Renegade Rule is? Rachel, do you want to take a crack at it or should I give it the old elevator pitch? I feel like you have a really good elevator pitch. All right. Uh, Renegade Rule is four dysfunctional queer friends who have competed their way to the national tournament of the hottest VR competitive shooter game in town. And now they have to get through a whole bunch of competition, infighting, and romantic distraction to become champions of Renegade Rule. And when you when you hear that elevator pitch, you're like, oh man, this is gonna be a great NBC sitcom. But it turns out to be a really <laughs> fun, like, just, re- it's weird to say, but like a fun, realistic comic, even though the game doesn't exist. Like everybody feels really natural in this. And Sam's art makes all the characters like really fun and vibrant looking and the way they act and everything is just a lot of fun. Um, you get a lot of uh, video game comics that kind of are very stiff and don't don't move very well for some reason. But this comic is very uh, in your face and action packed, even though it's full of jokes, too. When we were thinking about the characters, it wasn't just in terms of like character classes like the sniper and the healer. It was also thing like we were also really going back to, you know, all the afternoon spent playing shooters with friends and games and just thinking about the various kinds of players you usually get. So the pissed off healer who's sick of everyone's bullshit. Yeah. The, the person who's completely distracted and just fucking around. The one person taking it way more seriously than everyone else. So we really wanted the whole thing to just feel like you were with a group of people you've known a lot longer than just a comic you've just introduced to. Yeah. And just, you know, hopefully seeing them play just harkens back to all the time that reader, readers can relate to those kinds of experiences on their own playing video games with friends. Yeah. And, and for, for you, Rachel, how did you um, kind of come across, uh, like kind of working with Ben, uh, but also like the, the ideas that are in the book? So Ben and I actually met a couple of years ago back at a what was what was it uh it was a comic-con in brooklyn right yeah it was like more of a vinyl toy fest than anything else i think yeah (laughs) but so i i always love the story of how we met ben literally as i was walking by said hey you want to check out my comic and i said sure and it was heavenly blues i bought the first two issues and i was like oh my god this is amazing we need to be friends and so we started talking twitter and um, we did become friends and that just kind of led us into working on a story together and um, I've always been passionate about writing and comic writing and um, Ben was really sweet and said hey let's we can make something cool together let's do it and Renegade Rule came out of two friends who are into video games and wanting to write a book about friends who are into video games and I think that's what makes it so authentic and fun compared to so many books like this out there right now. It's just because you guys en- enjoy each other, but also enjoy what the book is about the most. I, I think a lot of 
shows or anime or books about or comics about video games always try to make the stakes more than what they are there's usually like oh we're trapped inside the video game yeah or is that like the fate if i die in the game world we die for real which is a trope we directly make fun of in this book so we kind of went into it knowing that like this is going like we are going to keep the stakes being a video game like yeah there's, there's the heightened element in that this is a serious professional you know a pro- serious competition that they are not taking very seriously that they are you know professionals with competitive stakes but ultimately this is the video game a video game with all the life or st- life or death stakes of you playing doom on your computer at home yeah and uh it, it helps give it not really like um lower stakes but stakes that don't feel crazy serious and stress you out the whole time like win or lose you knew you know you're having a good time while you're following the crew and it's it's something where characters can then as like kind of foils against each other part of it can be their differing philosophies towards just how you play games yeah as opposed to that heightened life or death or fate of the world attached to game mechanics. Uh, Sam, how did you uh, kind of get into comic books and then comic book art? Oh, uh, so I actually started really seriously drawing comic books in 2015, 2016. So not a super long time ago. Um, the first book I worked on was uh, one published by Vault um, Sontra, which is like a really fun fantasy book. Mm-hmm. Um, like I've been drawing forever, but I, I have never been like an avid comic book reader until really, really recently. Um, and uh, like in terms of like influences and stuff, like I've always really loved anime and manga. And like I have an affinity for like a good ensemble cast in either a game or a book or a novel. So this really fits into what I like about video games in general, which is like, the story is secondary. I want to see how these characters relate to each other and tell jokes with each other and like have fun with each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and what's fun about the, the script, it gave you, uh, it seemed like a lot of different environments to play around with, with all the characters in. Cause every, instead of being on just one map all the time, like a lot of games, it's on multiple maps. And so you get to have them explore the environment uh, differently in every single scene. Yeah, that was super fun. You said something about the art being really vibrant, which I appreciate because I've definitely sent in pitches to publishers where it's like, we need to tone this down. <laughs> and uh, no one said that to me on this project. So I, I, Sam, kind of... I promise you, I will never <laughs> ask you to tone art down on any project. My, my favorite artists right now are the most kinetic artists. Like I was talking to some friends like about, um, what is his name off the top of my head? He's doing Batman right now, but it's... Uh, uh, it's the most kinetic and uh, like fast paced Batman book that I've read in a long time because he's just drawing them as anime characters. And like, that's what I love about comics is unless it's like a comic that's supposed to be slow down and be serious. Like if this is, this is about video games, this is about people playing first person shooters. This is about having a good time. And that like, was all yeah, yeah part of like, we want to have that sports narrative, but if it's a whole VR shooter game, then, Great, we can have lasers and explosions yeah. in outer space and crazy locations. And we don't need to explain any of it. It's just a video game. Let's yeah. get right to the, all the coolest stuff. 
and so it, it gives it, it definitely gives your art sam like the space to be kinetic and frantic and just kind of you feel the pace of it all and it's really and it's fun it's great it, it, that's where like i was just having a good time reading the whole thing Thank you. Yeah, um, I worked on other comics where like I wanted to stick to like a really rigid like grid structure just for like storytelling purposes. Uh, for this one, it was like threw that all out the window. Like if something could be colorful, it was like taken from ten to eleven. Like there is no kind of it, it's uh, like a maximalism with like color and movement and like yeah. effects and things, which I think is really fun and <laughs> I enjoy doing a lot and hopefully works well in this context uh sam do you you say you haven't read a bunch of uh, comics until recently do you have a favorite book that you uh enjoy and recommend to people <laughs> i think so this is going to be a weird recommendation based off of my artwork and renegade rule in specific but one comic that i really love deeply is um stages of rot by um the, who's the artist? Uh, uh, Liana Sturt. It's a gorgeous comic, like the colors and it's slow paced. It's very thoughtful. And it's like the opposite of Renegade Rule, but it's one of my favorite comics like recently. So <laughs> take what you will from that. Um, it, it's a beautiful comic. The, the other one I've been reading really recently is um, and the manga uh, Golden Tamway, which is oh yeah, I love that. Uh, oh, my friend keeps trying to get me to read to get into that. I need to. It's, it's buck wild. Like everything <laughs> about it is just off the wall. I can't even describe it. You just have to go and read it. Like it has, yeah, it, it. <laughs> it has your humor, Ben. It has hundred percent has your humor. It mm-hmm. sounds like it'll appeal to my JoJo loving soul. Yeah, there, yeah. there's a. There's a there's a few there's that the thing has a good uh good balance of being very serious and then cracking a joke to break the seriousness. Uh, Rachel, where did where's your comic origins? Where did uh, you get into comics and kind of uh follow? I know you said you kind of follow the comic writing with Ben, but like where did you start wanting to write comics and such? Yeah, I've always written comics in the past, just kind of for myself and it being one of those things where you'd be like, I'd love to get this published, but I don't really like it that much. So I'm just going to keep working on it forever. And I remember there were some times where Ben and I were talking about my comic writing and he was like, sometimes you just have to scrap the ones that aren't working out and start on something new. And so I took that to heart, Ben. (laughs) I really liked that advice. And um, so we started working on Renegade Rule, which I think that definitely boosted morale for me. And Mm-hmm. kind of sparked further interest into my my writing and uh since then i've written one other i've written a full graphic novel that i'm just waiting on the art for and then i have another one that's pitched um so it working on renegade rule has definitely helped me become a better writer and wanted wanted to make me kind of stand out more in the comic book scene and like when did you get into it though when did you get into comic books in general I mean, you mean like, like reading, reading them and like <laughs> enjoying the medium and such. Oh, sorry. I just want to. Oh, no, you're good. <laughs> um, forever, really. My graphic novel collection is insane. It's overtaken my bookshelf and is now all over my floor. Um, but I mean, I think I started reading comics in like middle school. I was obsessed with Teen Titans for the longest time. And I think it was just because all the girls were hot and I was a blossoming gay 
and <laughs> so um but yeah I I have a lot of comics and I've pretty much been reading them as as long as I can remember and, and do you have any personal favorites that like mean a lot to you or the ones you recommend to your friends all the time yeah so my my number one favorite which I know is like I hate saying that it's my favorite because it's also partially problematic, but I love Rat Queens. That's always, the first volume of Rat Queens has always been my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you know any of the backstory behind the one of the creators of Rat Queens, you'll know that it's super problematic. I'm not going to talk about it, but um, in terms of the writing, I think it's hilarious. And then I also have uh, Four Kids Walk Into a Bank. That's one of my yeah. favorites. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm a big Lady Killer fan. The Joelle Jones book. Yeah, and, and it was it's uh Rat Rat Queens yeah is a uh, problematic with the, the the original artist yeah, but the, those three are like some of the most iconic and kind of breakout of the indie scene after like a while of it being dominated by like the same few names, so it's really right. really cool that those are, those are the three that that are some of your favorites. Um, uh, about Renegade Rule, when it comes to writing the relationships that all the characters have um there are moments where i could see myself in the characters and uh i felt seen but i also felt targeted (laughs) as i was reading it how did you guys go about writing the relationships between all the characters and to the other teammates uh, of the opposite teams i think we had we kind of came up with some basic character traits like we knew kind of, you know, it's like, okay, we have the angry one, like the super, like, lovely one, like the little, like the sweet nervous one, the psych, like the captain, like the leader, and we kind of, you know, went into it just that was really, and Rachel, kind of, if this isn't sounding right or anything you want to add, um, so we kind of end with those, like, really just basic character traits, and then they kind of just came to life in the writing process, like, I feel like just the more we wrote them, the more clear we sounded, the more real they became. And then it was just kind of going where felt natural and wet and felt funniest. Yeah, we wanted them to be as close as best friends, as best friends could seem without it seeming like we were trying too hard. Yeah. And I, I think we I think we did a pretty good job with that. They they really are characters that are completely relatable. The goal was definitely to, and I, I'm so glad you had the experience you had uh, reading it and getting to know the characters because we definitely went into it with the goal of trying to make the reader feel like they were hanging out with a group of best friends who'd all known each other for years. Yeah, and, and it really does feel like that. It really does feel like there's a whole life with these characters before the book. And um, I feel like that is rarer and rarer to get because either a lot of care a lot of books are solo books there's not a lot of team uh indie comics anymore um uh, and if they are teams they become teams in those first few arcs they don't just start up as teams so having this cast and uh cast together right away it felt tight and felt like these people have been friends for years at that point yeah we definitely had our fun kind of coming up with all their backstory and knowing all the details of how they first got together and became a team, even if none of that actually made its way into the book. Yeah. And uh, uh, Sam, with the design of the characters, did they give you kind of an outline of like what they wanted to see or did you have free reign of uh, 
doing whatever you wanted with the designs? Um, I think uh, I think Ben and Rachel gave me like a couple of sentences about each character, like their traits, like what their role was in the game and like sort of how they looked. Um, I, I can't remember it being so long, but definitely like a kind of a little blurb about them um, and you know just went from there. Um, what was interesting was the the first chapter of this book was kind of there was like a year in between writing the last three chapters so it was interesting trying to match how I drew a year ago to what I was drawing now um, uh, and because like art styles evolve and like yeah keeping the characters consistent and stuff was a challenge but it was still like it was a fun challenge <laughs> and were you guys writing the rest of the chapters through the entire year or did you take a break and then come back to them because also writing evolves too so i'm curious if you guys rewrote stuff or just like okay we got to get back into the groove of this what we already done we kind of started writing issue two like slowly like we were working on it here and there like kind of firming up the outline and pop beats but it really well, it wasn't until the book kind of got picked up by Dark Horse that we really kind of kicked back into high gear and we're just kind of on a on a like a race to write the rest of the graphic novel. And then like we kind of didn't stop from there. And I'm assuming it's probably up to Dark Horse if uh, a sequel probably comes about. But would you guys want to do a sequel to this? Because it leaves it very open to exploring these relationships and kind of growing out the world a bit more absolutely uh, we definitely have already have a whole bunch of ideas about what volume two would look like and uh for readers of the book i think can probably tell which particular kind of uh relationship and characters we kind of left open-ended that we would like to focus on in a volume two and, and sam would you be 100 percent down to go draw another volume of this Oh, definitely. Um, they shared a few ideas they have of volume two, just like clapping like excitedly with everything they were writing to me. So definitely on board for it. <laughs> I think one place we'd go with volume two, if, uh, you know, when we were really developing Renegade Rule and coming up with it all, uh, uh, Overwatch, I'd say was kind of our inspiration. You know, those teams of four with super elaborate character classes on totally out there wild levels so i think if we got to do a volume two uh you know we'd really need to take stock of how the shooter genre has evolved and what kind of games the medium is really about right now and really kind of let that be a reference for how to make volume two bigger and badder so what i'm hearing is one versus 100 type uh combat with a bunch of characters on the page so sam uh has a has a breakdown drawing every single character in a giant army the full george perez (laughs) look ben brought up like cars at one point i'm like okay i'm ready but i also need to prepare myself mentally for this it's the infamous artists have a hard time drawing horses fiasco again. Well, we we hold on. We never ask you to draw a horse. We still have, we still we have some lines we won't cross. We're not we're not but we're not monsters, Sam. I know I inflict drawing horses on myself. It's my own problem. Um, do all of you guys have your own favorite character from the graphic novel too? Yes. Uh, yes, actually, that was fine. We do tend to each have our own. Uh, my favorite is Jesse. Jesse's great. 
Jesse's the one that felt other than my name being Jesse. Jesse felt the most like me <laughs> in a lot of ways too. My favorite I, was Tanya. It's Tanya. I uh, I feel like I relate to her the most, being that uh, I've always been a really. I know that Ben talked about Overwatch. I've always been a crazy big Overwatch fan, and I'm one of those geeks who's like into the lore or what little lore there is and just in the fandom in general and all the shipping wars and everything and that's very much what like the essence of tanya she's really into the lore of renegade rule the actual game and she uh there's a couple lines about her writing fan fiction about it and i'm not saying i write fan fiction i'm not judging anyone who does but i feel like if um, you can find it on ao3 we won't tell exactly oh my god renegade rule ao3 fix someone write one i i have have a i have a lot of friends that i shared like hey i'm talking to these people about this book and i showed the cover and all of them i'm like oh this is the book like people who weren't even the comics like oh i'm gonna find a way to get this book so i I feel you guys might have some fan fiction coming out of this (laughs) that would be amazing we would read and cosplay we would read every fanfic (laughs) oh yeah i will print them out and love them all. Uh, Sam, do you have anyway, a favorite character? Story, um, yeah, my favorite character is is uh, Sasha. She is who I would like to be in real life, just kind of mean and snarky. Um, she's great. She was really fun to draw. She has some of like, the best kind of deadpan expressions in the book. Uh, I love her. <laughs> Getting to do Sasha lines was so much fun. It's always fun doing a character cooler and wittier than I, than I am in real life. <laughs> uh, it, it feels like at times writing characters like Sasha or in, in a lot, in a lot of few of the other characters in the book is kind of like remembering a comeback that you wanted to have in an argument. And you're like, no, I'm just going to put this in the book instead. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, since the, the book is about video games, what are the video games you guys are playing if you guys play anything right now? Yes, so I uh, I feel like I'm always playing Pokemon. I'm always doing something in Pokemon, but uh, the big thing I'm dedicating most of my video game time to right now is I'm diving deep into nostalgia and I'm replaying the original Halo trilogy. Oh, okay. I just bought Pikmin 3 for my Switch, which I know is kind of older because it was on the Wii U, but it's, it's a gorgeous game. What's your favorite Pikmin? Which color? Ooh, it's a good question. I like the yellow guys. They're so derpy. I mean, they're all derpy though. Next yeah. episode, rating yeah. the Pikmin on scale from least to most derpy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and then the one after that is rating the Pikmin. Like, wh- which one's the hottest? Which one's the naughtest? Uh, Sam, are, are you playing any video games right now, or are you uh, just neck deep in doing more comic work? Um, I'm always neck deep in comic work, but the video game I picked up recently was actually Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, which is oh, a game okay. I played as like a teen and decided to pick up again. Um, also, eyeing Bravely Default to as like a reward for finishing this book. So I. I, I don't know about Bravely Default 2, if only because I played the first Bravely Default. And I feel like I got into like an angry relationship with that game eventually. <laughs> that 
sounds it, it sounds Ben, it sounds like you need to get in an angry relationship part two though. With Bravely Default know, 2. I need to know, does Brave is Bravely Default 2 gonna have like an amazing 20 hours and then just another 20 hours of you just repeating the same shit over and over and over again with no I mean, end in sight and no rewards for it? That's a lot of JRPGs, so probably. <laughs> that that's how I felt recently. I just finished up uh, Ghost of Ghost of Tsushima uh, and like completed everything. I was like, oh man, this third act is just the first two acts, isn't it? <laughs> I will say spoilers for, if it's okay to spoil the first Bravely Default, it does have a moment I absolutely loved uh, where at the end it's like, oh, the main character was being controlled by a Celestial this whole time. And I just thought like, oh, that's some really big cosmic bullshit to throw in at the final boss. And then it's like, like it turned on the DS camera and we're showing myself back at me. And I'm like, wait a minute, am I the Celestial? I've been controlling him the whole... Oh my god, I'm the Celestial! Okay, Bravely Default, credit! I like that, that's good! I don't remember uh, which video game it is, but it, the disc would say turn around to see something really ugly, and you turn around, it's just your reflection. And so it's, <laughs> that, it's, that, it's that kind of thing again. Oh. Um, so some uh, Q, uh, Q&A to uh, wrap up the, the show is, uh, the first question I have is, um, I know that Sam said before we recorded that a lot of the drawing was done during the pandemic, but how much of their writing was done during the pandemic? That was all before, right? yeah, entirely beforehand. Yeah. So when it came to uh, Sam, you doing the art and then uh, uh, Ben and Rachel getting the art back during the pandemic, how was that like Like giving notes and kind of finishing up a book during all of this? Was it a bit easier than expected or was it a bit chaotic at times? I, um, it, oh, sorry, go on. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, I, I was going to say, at least I feel like from our and this is one of the absolutely smoothest projects I've ever been involved in. Yeah, I mean, it was smooth, like, through the pandemic, like, my job wasn't changed, so it was business as usual for me. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, I feel like most projects, there's usually one, there's usually one time where I'm giving myself a stress headache over something in the production pipeline, and I don't think that happened once during Renegade Rule. Yeah. And, um, for... Rachel and Sam, because I've asked Ben this before, uh, is there any like mainstream comics you guys would like to have a crack at? Um, anything that's already been established or uh, somebody like collaborative you would want to work with? Oh, definitely. I am a not so secret, really big Legend of Korra fan. And if I ever got to write a Legend of Korra comic, it would be like epitome of my life. Not really. That was dramatic, but you know what I mean. <laughs> that's where that's where I aim to be one day. I mean, they have that Avatar Studio now. Like, there's a that's true. There's a good opportunity coming for that. Yeah. And, and yeah. Sam, how about you? I can't think of anything. I'm so sorry. Questions oh, you're good. Think of like a name or like book titles. My job blank. I would, well, I can say I would if I had the opportunity to like um, write or draw an adaptation of a novel, it would be Stardust by Neil Gaiman. Ooh, okay, yeah. <laughs> and again, like Gaiman does a lot of those like, hey, you can you can a- adapt my stuff. He just announced another one like yesterday. 
um i can't remember what it's called but yeah like that would be great uh it's one of the better as one of his better books and so i would love to see that and so uh other than uh renegade rule do you guys uh feel like you would be want to work on another project together that's not about video games but something else like all together yeah like as another another trio project yeah, I think oh, I think yeah. Think that I would, would be fun. Would yeah. With you guys. Uh, Sam and I might be cooking something up. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always love the teasers that like you're like, yeah, of course. Uh maybe we've already done it. <laughs> <laughs> and and then and then a couple months later I read about it and I was like, that's what it was. Okay, I'm excited now. Um, so uh, anything else about the the comic uh, other than it's like, which is crazy it's coming from Dark Horse too like it's an, like last time me and Ben talked we're like oh it'd be great to have like big publisher stuff and then now you have Dark Horse publishing two of your books and this is I feel like this is going to be a huge book for everybody that no one sees coming and I hope like I hope I'm right about this because I feel like it should be uh, well thank you we we really hope uh, people find it and people enjoy it um, but is there anything else about the, the book you guys want to talk about uh, before we wrap up? I want to know after everyone reads it what their favorite ship is because I feel like as half the writing team I am very invested in all of the ships and I need to know everyone else's feelings about them. I want people to make their own renegade rule sonas where they create their own classes for the game. Someone needs to create one of those uh, pit crew uh, pit crew generators that they're just renegade rule drawings. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> I, I want everyone making their own. I like that renegade sona. And uh, Sam, is there anything else you want added about the book? Us. Uh, I mean, yeah. I hope you <laughs> like this book. Like, I think it's honestly one of the most fun things I've ever read. So. Uh, I just hope everyone likes it and enjoys the art, enjoys the stories. And uh, like Rachel said, I definitely want to see people's ship because even though it's not written in, it's drawn in for sure. Every panel, you'll see it. Oh, oh, it's, it, you can see where the romance lies with everybody. And it's very, it's very cute. Um, well, thank you guys for coming on. Uh, where can everybody find you on social media and any other projects you want to plug too? Plug them uh because this is the place for it yeah uh you can find me uh at twitter at, at ben the con and i co-host uh progressively horrified a podcast looking at horror movies through a progressive lens uh new episodes come out every friday and in terms of comics work uh renegade rule is out in comic stores everywhere may 26th and then this September, uh, from me and Giorgio Brooks, is the comic book tie-in to Ubisoft's Immortals Phoenix Rising. Nice. I'm working on things at the moment, but um, you can find me on Twitter at Flirty Mango. Um, and uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter at, at Sam Beck Draws. Um, and later this year in the fall, um, Wonder Abound uh, is an imprint of both, and they're going to be releasing uh, my comic first, which is an all-ages fantasy graphic novel about friends and found family and weird magic. 
And uh, you can find this podcast on Twitter at Comics Matter Pod, uh, Facebook at Facebook.com slash Comic Books Matter. You can email me at Comic Books Matter at gmail.com. And if you have any questions for guests, want to be a guest in the future yourself, or have a story about how Comic Books Matter to you and you want it right on the air, uh, please reach me, uh, reach me at any of those. Uh, tell a friend about the show if you like it and leave a review. And uh, lastly, the theme is Join the Restaurant by David Zetsi. The logo is done by my friend Steven. And remember, everyone, Captain America punched Nazis. <laughs>